Did your favorite NFL team win the Super Bowl? No? Then the NFL Draft is your Super Bowl. I'm Danny Heifetz, and from now until the draft, we are turning our fantasy football show feed into the Ringer NFL Draft Show. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we talk about the top players and most important storylines for the NFL Draft. So join us on the Ringer NFL Draft Show. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better than you. Acknowledge me! I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm tired and I work with children. Well, ding dong, hello! Embrace the vision! And we want the smoke! Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide! A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at the Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners. Senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport. And of course, the super producer here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. My guys, how did our XFL teams do this weekend? Oh, gosh. Are we 1-0? and Are we 0-1? What are we doing? I'm 0-1 because I forgot. I forgot who my team was. <laughs> oh, you, no, you're even. I, <laughs> you, just, you don't have a team yet. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny seeing The Rock in the XFL jersey walking around. I had to share it on my stories. I'm like, yeah, for everybody wondering why The Rock's not going to be at Mania, not only is he doing movie stuff and all this, but he's launching a whole extra football league. Like, uh, th this man is too busy to be getting ready to face Roman. He's not trying to get Sami Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my team's 1-0. You know, I, I, I'm <laughs> DC. <laughs> Right? Oh, I think I picked DC. Because <laughs> of proximity? Proximity. You know, shout out to <laughs> okay. my bloodline, Britt Waters. She's the uh, host for the DC Defenders. So, oh, okay. the, and, and, and there she we was go. In the same field as The Rock. I, I didn't see a picture of them two together. I know she took a picture <laughs> right. with Danny Garcia, but uh, we talked. Oh, so, hopefully, she did excellent. get a chance to meet The Rock. Just a Brit. Peace to Brit. There oh. we go. I want to know. Okay. Dope. All right. My Vegas Vipers are 0 and 1. Damn. We'll bounce back, though. You know, we, we, we scored the first touchdown. Uh, a team. Went up a quick six-zip, and then uh, it was all downhill from there. But we'll bounce back this weekend, the Vegas. I don't even know who they're playing, but right. I think but, we're... Uh, but I'm sure we're bouncing I'm back. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll <laughs> bounce back. Uh, let's kick things off the right way with some high-spot headlines. You know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week. And whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let it fly. So, first up, Vince McMahon wants $9 billion for WWE. What do you guys say? You want to go thirdsies? What are we doing? 
<laughs> of course he does. I mean, whatever this report's coming from, I'm not sure where these figures are coming from, but it's not that far off from the bogus numbers that had everybody going crazy a couple months ago. I mean, they were saying eight billion. They were talking about, you know, whoever could afford that or whatever. But, you know, it's I I guess my main question is, does that like what is the nine billion? That's that's the company. Is that the the rights? Like what 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 What's the most expensive part of that nine billion? Isn't it the whole thing? Like you I, just you own the you, whole entity known as you WWE? just are WWE. Just you. It's it's. I don't know. That that's. It seems steep, but I'm just I'm just trying to understand. Like because you have to weigh. Like you hear nine billion dollars. Does that make sense? Do, do you think that's too high? I actually think it's priced appropriately, and maybe it's because mm-hmm. I'm a fan <laughs> of professional <laughs> wrestling. I guarantee you. Everyone outside of the wrestling space is probably like, who's paying $9 billion for a scripted product? Actually, a lot of people, <laughs> it turns out. I, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, a lot of people would be in the market for a $9 billion uh, we, episodic content cur- creating kingdom. I mean, Machine? There's so, yeah. yeah, there's so much that comes out of WWE, you know, and, and we're not even talking about NXT or anything else or just stuff that's strictly on YouTube. I mean, there's a lot that's generated there, but you know, $9 billion is, is that's a, that's a certain echelon of people that can actually uh, write that check. I'm glad you brought up YouTube because right before we just started this conversation, I came across this article mm-hmm. from the AP and it talks about the WWE leaning into social media sale. Uh, leaning into the social media just mm-hmm. uh, as ahead of a sale, ninety-two mil- million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, and they compared it to the NFL, the NBA, which are both under twenty million. Mm-hmm. So the nine billion dollars, when you consider the reach, you consider the longevity of the product, but you also consider the fact that there's no off season. Right. I think right. it is appropriate. And like Ben, I'm a fan, so I'm like. You know, I mean, I, I've been saying this over and over again. I don't want the WWE under anybody else let, that's not last name McMahon or Levesque. Right. It's just me. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's the fear of what it would become and what would happen, you know, but it's worth it to, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it'd be nice if I, I mean, I got a hundred dollars maybe. Right. Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. Ben mentioned earlier, we all, we all go in, you know, thirds. I we let's say we all have a spare three billion. Mm-hmm. We gonna put that in a pot, and then worldwide gonna gonna really take WWE worldwide. I mean, we'll get our yeah. money back for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, that's a, well, that's how. Uh, the only thing, think of how many people who have takes on your timeline all the time, and imagine one of them being the promoter. Like at a at a certain point you're going to be in the bathroom, you know, like heart palpitations, you know, cold sweats at night because you don't know where on the card Bray Wyatt's going to be or if Sami Zayn should win the title. We'll talk about it in a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's mm-hmm. a, that's a, a big deal to go from fan to to to, to owner-operator. Uh, and, and again, not, I think we could do it. I, I don't think people would be happy with how I would... I'll <laughs> book the territory. I'll tell you this though: if we had three billion each, and we were still doing this podcast for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, look, I think whoever buys it, they just got to put the right person in charge, right? And I think that's some of the fear with who who ends up buying it, right? Whether it's the Saudi right. group or you know Comcast or Disney or whoever ends up buying it, right? Out of that list of suitors, if if the play is Vince back at the helm, then that's worrisome from a from a fan standpoint, right? Just because mm-hmm. of of where the product was right before he left the first time and, and Triple H took over. Again, I think if the three of us <laughs> with our extra three billion dollars were to take this thing over, we would definitely put we would be smart enough to know that look, as as Mark E as we are. We probably mm-hmm. aren't fully equipped <laughs> to book a weekly episodic show. So we would put our guy, Triple H, Trips would, we would just officially give him the reins. Here you go. You, you've got the ball. Run with it for the rest of time. You know what I mean? And maybe not the rest of time, but the point is you just got to put someone there who knows what they're doing. And I think that's whoever buys it 
has to do that. Uh, because look, but if Bob Iger buys it, right? Let's say Disney right. buys it. If Bob, I don't see Bob Iger booking <laughs> a, a long-term story uh, like like the Bloodline, right? Or you know, Kevin Owens is involved and stuff like that. So uh, you just got to get the right people involved. <laughs> Bob Iger might put Kevin Feige on that job, and that might be a, a um, whole other actually, situation. <laughs> no, wait, what, what were you going to say, Brian? I was going to say um, two things. What I'm fearful is that somebody else buys it and really say a truth that people may not want to admit. WrestleMania was good, mm. right? Money in the Bank yep. was good. All of these shows happened under the Vince regime. It wasn't that bad. It's just that once we got a taste of that Triple H dust, as my friends like to do this, it was so good. (laughs) So it goes from eating McDonald's to going to Ruth Chris. (laughs) You don't want to go back. But McDonald's still was good. McDonald's still hitting. It's still hitting. So that's the fear. But, I mean, if you put me in charge, and look, I've sat in booking rooms for independent wrestling, and it gets crazy. So I can imagine, you're just trying to please 200 people at most. I can imagine trying to please 200 million people. And things get a little spicy there now. With that being said, I'm booking Montez Ford and Bianca to be the power couple. Let's go. And be like, Stephanie and Triple A. Let's do it. Let's run it. Uh, uh, Well... Once the show's over, we're divvying up our funds. We'll talk how we're going to, you know, split up this $9 billion. Yes. We're buying WWE. Vince, <laughs> give us a call. Uh, next up on High Spot Headlines, Trish Stratus was supposed to be Becky Lynch's tag partner against Damage Control for the women's tag team titles. Obviously, now it is Lita. They're taking on Damage Control on, on Raw this upcoming Monday. What I mean, I wasn't surprised to see Lita kind of fill in that spot on Monday. I was surprised to hear it was supposed to be Trish and that she potentially has something else in the works. Brian, would you rather have seen Trish in this spot or are you happy with the Lita selection? Honestly, as I'm a big Trish Stratus fan. Like she's in my top ten wrestlers of all time. Mm. Oh, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Lita and Becky makes sense just because it's the full circle moment from a year sure. ago. Trish is someone that I like to see, which we did get the dream match of her and Charlotte a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I like to see them paired up more so, especially to me, they just it feels like they relate more. They come from a different athletic background into professional wrestling where Lita and Becky both, you know, kind of like were wrestlers and they came into this. So, I know there's talks out there about a possible triple threat match. Between, I mean, a um, six-woman tag match, which right. I'm totally fine with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I wasn't too mad that she's not in that spot. Because I, I still like to see Lita. Yeah. I, from what I remember, I want to say this has been... This conversation has been going on at least since the... Uh, the 30th Raw anniversary. I want to say w- right. whenever that that cage match, there was talk about it. And I think that that was what I initially heard, Brian, was that uh, it was supposed to be Becky with Lita and Trish going up against Damage Control. My assumption was that was going to be a program at WrestleMania, but it seemed like, because uh, Lita's there, I, 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 some sites say that there were creative changes. I don't know necessarily what was going on. I don't know what Trish has going on in her schedule, but, uh, you know, it's, it's WrestleMania season. You'll you'll keep hearing this until WrestleMania backlash is over. Uh, that you're going to see some, you know, legends. You're going to see some folks that you watch when you were growing right. up. You have to assume that you know if Alita's here, I'm imagine Alita's going to be. They're going to have a tag match at, at Raw. I I wouldn't be surprised if this builds to something. You know, at Mania, we've got Edge bouncing around as well with Beth Beth Phoenix. There, there's a couple of legends around. Um, and Lita can still go. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they bo- Lita and Trish have been active, you know, fairly fairly regular for the last couple of years. So, uh, And Trish, Trish was also working at uh, at the uh, Performance Center, right? Or she's been down to the Performance Center, at least, uh, you know, working right. with, the, with the trainees. So it, whatever happens, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be at least good enough for, you know, your WrestleMania ticket. Um, but yeah, I guess the hope could be that if if Trish and WWE can figure 
something out. Maybe we'll get that down the line. I mean, you know, every everybody except for me seems to love nostalgia around here. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it, I, I hope I hope y'all get y'all Trish Stratus uh, uh, entrance theme pop sometime soon. Cal's a man oh. of the present. And the future, I, I, I respect it, man. I love, I love looking at old tapes. I don't, I don't want to sound like I, I hate the past, but I mean, it, 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 with with so many great things happening, that there, there's fresh and, and new opportunities. Uh, it's it's tough for me to pine for you know some of these matches from people that I've seen. You know, I no disrespect, but I've seen you know a lot of this before. I'm I'm, I'm always interested in what's happening next. It's going to be wild when the three of us buy WWE and in the first meeting we have with talent, Cal just ha- talks, turns to the legends and says, get the hell out of here. All right. Who, and then who, shuts the door. Who's been never here to be opened 15 years or longer. All right. Get your right. stuff. We won't. Put, yeah. Never. Get Thank your you stuff. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Wish you the best on your future endeavors. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, it's one, it's just one of those things where I, I just, I pine for the fresh people. I, I want to see the new talent. I respect it, man. I'm, I, I honestly, this this might be the, one of the best bits we've got going. We're gonna once we have once we have a legend on this show. No, Cal, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch Cal. Be, I, you know, I heard come, you don't want to see me wrestle anymore. I'm like, no, 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 no. And mind you, I pined for Brian Danielson on the other show, but we're, that that's for another. That's another conversation for another week. That's. Cal's a real legend killer. You, you hear that, Randy Orton? He's, he's coming for you. Another one for High Spot Headlines. Teddy Long would love to manage the Street Profits. I love everything about this, this headline. Let's go. This sentence. Let's go. I mean, I Teddy Long, talk about black history. When I, I, I'm glad I was able to grow up in an era where doom, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed were able to walk around with Teddy Long as their their manager, guiding them to championship gold. Maybe, maybe that's what the Street Profits need. Over the last, you know, oh. uh, 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 there's been a number of times where a we we just saw Tez have a star making performance in the Elimination Chamber this past weekend. So good, but so good. Ov- over the months. I specifically remember on Raw, one time Tez was standing on the ring apron during a six-man tag match, and the way he was looking at Dawkins, he wanted to be anywhere else but in this position right now. So it's it's one of those things where maybe they need some guidance. Maybe they need someone to get them focused and and someone that ha- – now, this is the type of nostalgia I like to see. Bring Teddy Long out there with them. <laughs> he could he could be with the cups and he could do his dance and then, you know, say, hey, now go in there and beat him in a tag team match. And maybe that's all maybe that's the spark that they need. I I I want the Street Profits to do something because again, based off of what happened this past weekend, Montez gonna have a title at some point. He needs a title at some point. I gotta disagree. Dang. Ooh. That's not the that's not who needs Teddy Long. Um, I think the Street Profits have done, if they don't win the tag team championship again mm-hmm. for a while, but it leads to them getting singles pushes, even without a breakup, mm-hmm. I'm fine. The team that could use them is Hit Row. Ooh. Oh, that's a great call. When you say guidance and you say steer in the right direction, I think that would be interesting because mm-hmm. I think it, you could do something where he gets them refocused and he helps them warn them of things. Like we saw last week on SmackDown, they was ready to put on a concert and an epic performance and it was interrupted by Bray Wyatt. I right. think that's where Teddy Long comes in and he, you know, helps them out because we, we see all the chatter about hit row. It's not working and right. all this, this, that, and the other. I think they just need a little bit of touching up. They need an OG. I, they need an OG. Who better than Teddy Long? Damn, I smart. I love I love that. See, Brian's already Brian yeah. Brian's already thinking about what it's going to be like when we own WWE. I like he's the booker. future thinking <laughs> right now. He's the booker. Brian's the booker. The three it's Booker H Waters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He is. I mean, I I would love to see Teddy Long aligned with the Street Profits. I would love to see Teddy Long aligned with Hit Row. I mean, mm. I think the only reason. I wouldn't want Teddy Long with the Street Profits is because it would just draw out the fact that they, they're going to remain a tag team. And in Duh. no way am I saying that, you know, Tez needs to turn on Dawkins or vice versa. Like Again, the New Day has done 
incredible things in their career without the the stereotypical turning on each other, right? And, right? and the breakup, right? They figured out a way to not do that. I mean, but look, Elimination Chamber, I mean, Cal, you touched on this and, and uh, all over the internet too in, in regards to Montez Ford. We all knew he was gonna, he's the future, right? We all knew he's the star in the making. We all knew he's a future world champ, all this stuff. It was it it hit different when he came out for his entrance, mm-hmm. right? His his gear, you're like, oh, that's he's not Montez Ford, part of the Street Profits. That's right. Montez Ford, right? Right. And it was the first time it was it was it was like that uh, that moment in She's All That when she comes down the stairs with the glasses on, and you're like, oh, time out. You know what I mean? So yes, yes, that, that was Montez and the, She's All That moment. I like that. Montez took off the glasses, and all of a sudden, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> was was intrigued. So, like, again, it was... We all, like, again, the Street Profits has not broken up by, by any stretch of the imagination. But it's... After seeing Tez, Tez's entrance, his solo entrance, him doing his thing solo, it's going to be really hard to kind of go backwards. You know, uh, Brian talked about the, you know, going from Ruth Chris back to McDonald's. And, and in, in no way are the Street Profits a McDonald's version. But once... Once I saw Tez come out, we were like, oh, that guy, that's a that's a single star. That's right. it's like this HBK rockers moment where without the barbershop window. And man, I mean, that that dude's got it. If, if the and that was just the entrance. The performance was everything. It was everything we all knew Tez was capable of. And he just remi- he just solidified it. So I as much as I love Teddy Long and the Street Profits as an idea. Um, I I just don't want it f- to to slow down what I'm hoping will be Tez's eventual singles run, right? I mean, okay. now Teddy Long managing Montez or managing Andrew yeah, Dawkins singularly. You could do either way. You could you could I'm, have you could have it a situation because again, if Teddy Long's an OG, all you need to do is see him whispering into one of their ears and not talk to the other one. That's instant right. friction right there. Now you could go one of two ways. It's either I'm betting on Montez, the obvious star, or I want to bet with Dawkins, who I think is really you know the one who could do it, but he's just got to you know kill the dead weight. Whatever's going to happen, they're going to have to have a feud. And I think it, you can do it either way. I think either of them could be a face or a heel. And, and if you add Teddy Long to the mix, bounce in, work that program a couple months, bounce them out. At that point, they they should be golden um, on their own. But uh, I don't know. It, something's going to happen eventually. And, and I think a Teddy Long could be, it's, it's one of, you know, many decent ideas that I've heard. He's gonna put one of them against the Undertaker. He's just gonna, I, just, I just want that announcement, just 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 to bring it back, just a little callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one here on High Spot Headlines, and this is an SEO special out here. Uh, Mike Tyson prefers WWE over AEW. Yeah, duh, duh. I mean, oh, I, I, what you know what it is. And this is no disrespect to anybody, but I think when Mike Tyson was, it's it's almost not fair. Mike Tyson went into the WWF. Shout out Booker Wrestling. If you if if you don't know this story, go back. You know, there's a lot lot of history on, on the Ring of Wrestling show, Ring of Wrestling Network, and all these pods that we're doing about pro wrestling. But the, the, it, he was entering for a mania. Storyline. He was in the main event without having to wrestle in the main event. He probably got paid well, and you oh, knew. My God, yeah. As and, and as we learned, as much as he did for the WWF at the time, in terms of giving them that edge and you know really you know helping them get into that next level of what became you know attitude and, and Monday Night Wars and all that stuff. You know, he was able also to shine off of that. And I'm not saying he can't do that in AEW, but it probably hits different. It's, 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 it's a, it's probably a lot more laid back. It's money, but I mean, I imagine he also, what, how, how he did a couple of spots with AEW. Was he, he yeah. was he, was he getting physical? I know he hit somebody, but he was doing commentary too. Like it, it didn't seem mm-hmm. like he was as involved as he was with the Stone Cold Steve Austin DX, you know, main event storyline at WrestleMania. 
Yeah, I, I I could see him preferring to be on, you know, I don't I don't want to call it, you know, the amazing side or the grass is green or anything like that. But one definitely looks a lot flashier and shinier for somebody who's been in that lifestyle for a lot, as opposed to AEW, which is dope on its own and chill on its own. But it, it's got to be there's got to be different levels to how that felt in the time when, when he was going through it. You know, it's always we think about like we watched Mike Tyson during his speech at Hall of Fame. You can just talk about, you hear him talk about the passion and being a lifelong fan. And you think about just put yourself in the situation. Yeah. We grew up with WWE. We didn't grow with AEW. Appreciate what they're right. doing. Right. I just right. think he said something that everybody else would, you know, kind of agree to mm-hmm. that they might not want to say because they're getting a nice bag. But he said it like, look, yeah, if you pay me, even if AEW paid him more, if WWE come calling, that's where he at. You know, you could just hear his passion about Bruno and Dusty Rhodes and like Being hear Mike Tyson talk about wrestling is a tree. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I understand why he feels that way. I mean, his his spot in, you know, in that in that event or that main event with uh, with Austin and, and HBK, it's still so iconic. Right? Yes. It literally mm-hmm. swung everything. It changed so much. And um, so kind of, you know, obviously he's most recently been involved with AEW. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of seen both sides. Maybe, is it is it just from a production standpoint? I'm really interested. I would love to dig deeper into this. If 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 I saw Mike right now, that would be <laughs> one of the first thing I asked him is, is, you know, what's the difference? Because I would what's love to kind of know those those smaller details about and look is it it could just be as simple as he prefers Vince over Tony it could just be that and that's fine but I would love to know you know kind of in his experience what the difference was and and and, and you know has been so yeah. obviously you know I I, I I I he's he's such an integral part <laughs> of wrestling history without having oh. been involved so much it, it, it's just wild to think about because obviously we associate him so much with was if you power ranked it, obviously boxing, the hangover, maybe number two, uh, and then and WWE, you know, and WWF at the time. So mm-hmm. before, uh, I just want to know too, where do you guys stand? Are, are if there was a, a percentage wise, WWE, AEW, what do you prefer right now? That's a serious question. <laughs> what yeah. do I prefer right now? Like, pro- like give me a percentage wise though. Don't just don't just pick one. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. Um, no, no, you're good. Nine, 90% WWE, 10% AEW. Oh, 90-10. That's, that's, that's way. I that's like way, it. That's Because way. like when I look at it, everything in WWE, I'm hooked to right now. Even down to NXT, um, from the main event picture, the, the obviously the bloodline story, to what they're doing on SmackDown with their mid-card championships, what they're doing with the women's championships, and like I said, even the developmental. So, yeah. You know, and the reason why I give AEW just the 10% because I love an alternative product, mm. but nothing has me emotionally invested over there. Even That's Keith fair. Lee coming back on Rampage with Swerve, mm, maybe a little too late for me. You got to get me reinvested, I should say. You got to get me sure. reinvested in that story. But there's nothing. The MJF title reign, if we're being <laughs> honest, is fizzling out. And... <laughs> Very, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's why. And I, I love MJF. I love MJF, but yeah. What, I would, so I was, I was gonna initially, I was probably closer to Brian, but I'm, I, I watch Dynamite. I, I, I try to watch Dynamite every Wednesday. It's, it's the one show that I am with AEW that I do try and sit down and make sure that I catch. And it's, I want to say I'm probably at like seventy thirty right now, um, but that's with knowing that revolution is next weekend. And I guess I last week's dynamite didn't excite me at all. We'll talk about this week's dynamite later on. There's some stuff there, but I'm not overly hyped for the show right now. Um, But next week's a go home show. Uh, Rampage is going to be, you know, probably going to be a banger as well. So I, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't go 10% on AEW, but I think you're right when I think about the storylines going into Revolution right now. Aside from seeing Danielson in a world title match, I'm not necessarily anxious for a lot of what's going to be going on. But 
there's some outliers, but a lot of the outliers are more just, I like seeing that person wrestle as opposed to I'm invested in this storyline and they're, they're, they don't have a bloodline. So it, it already knocks things down a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, I'm like right in the middle of both of you guys. I'm at mm-hmm. 80, 20 mm-hmm. WWE and it's, it's solely because of the, the bloodline storyline, right? That, that thing has been a monster, <laughs> right? Just not even just Roman Romans been the best thing in professional wrestling for what however long he's been champion he's he's what floating on 900 plus days right it's 900 the plus blood yeah. li- the entire bloodline that's all that's all i want to see <laughs> at this point and look I, I i love AEW i love watching it but you know to to both of your guys's points there's nothing that's that has me gripped like that you know when MJF won the title i was like oh this is this is going to be great like this is this should be a solid run it's been okay, you know. It's 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 had its moments. It's been fine. He's he's cut some great promos, but I still don't know how invested I am in in people or like his people chasing him for the title. And maybe right. that will be Danielson at some point, but just just quite not there yet. All right, before we uh, keep pissing off half our audience, let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. What? And we are back. And there it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because... Well, you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here, but we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, our stat guy, Greg. And for today's edition of They Said What? We've got the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Dipperstein, a.k.a. Dip. He, um... He had quite the the spicy take on yesterday's Cheap Heat. Uh, Brian H., play the clip. 
Here's the thing. Mark or no Mark, the right decision, in my opinion, was to put the title on Sami Zayn, even if it was for 10 hours. Okay? I, I, you know, for some reason, the, the powers that be think it matters to have a, a, this streak going with Roman Reigns, like, oh, he's this long, it's that long, he's the longest running, it's the longest this, it's this many years, it's this many title, it's this many title defenses. No, I got news for you. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> um, so can I break down the fourth wall? Yes, yes please. please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So this week, <laughs> Ben has granted me this great opportunity to produce all the wrestling shows. So I'm like a kid in a candy store, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when I'm sitting there, you ever know where you're creating content or you're producing content where you got gold on your hands. Right. Yeah, yeah, When he said it, I said, there it is. There's that. They said what? <laughs> the text was immediate, Cal. Did you know? It was definitely mid-record. Yeah, I think yeah. we got it, guys. And it probably yeah. hit the doc that moment. But it, I mean, look, look, look. <laughs> It's it's one thing because I love again elimination chamber Roman Sammy Sammy coming out that pop from the crowd the pop from the crowd of SmackDown the night before like it's it was it, it was one of those so good. once in a lifetime moments and then you get this match and that match I I've been seeing Sammy Zayn working with the tag matches on Raw I saw him working another match recently that man is on fire. I don't care what anybody says about anybody on that roster. Sami Zayn has got it. If you want to say Sami Zayn should have won that title at Elimination Chamber, I understand. And I will hear your argument because I hear the crowd and I know that they, at least in yeah. you know the Bell Center yeah. in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, they love that man. I know y'all love him too. Now that said, as, and I'm not just saying that because I have to look at the stats when you know, my 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 luxurious, amazing group of uh, writers for, you know, the, the, the wrestling side on ringer.com, you know, send me pieces. We have to Great live. Plug. We're, hey, this is what mm. we do. We, we're, <laughs> this is we, what we do. We're, we're, <laughs> we're in cage match. You know, we're, we're looking at stats on WWE.com. We're trying to figure out Wikipedia, just trying to figure out what's right. And because this stuff matters. And I think these long range, just like Bianca Bear's reign, reign with the WWE, Raw Women's Championship is is amazing. This reign that Roman has had since 2020, it, it's reestablishing the 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 need for these titles to have some type of weight on them. If you want to take the title and be the man, that's the guy you got to take it from. And I I would love to say these things don't matter, but most of the time when I'm seeing these stats, it's not from one of my writers. It's not from me. It's not Shoemaker hitting me at 11 at night. It's somebody on Twitter talking about, you know, four or five consecutive Raws. This person hasn't lost by DQ. Or, you know, Roman Reigns has had this many pay-per-views. And here are the people that he's beat. And here's how he beat them. Like, that stuff matters. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't get hype when those promo videos for Rumble, the Royal Rumble come out. And, and this person only lasted four seconds in the Rumble. And this person had X amount of... Like, that, there's no other way to quantify at the time to- at certain times who stacks up better than others by looking at those types of stats and 900 plus days as an undisputed champion at this point i i'm sorry you know it, we have to talk about roman being somewhere up on that mount rushmore and that is an amazing stat that's something that bumps brock if you're going to talk about amazing universal champions he beat Preach. brock's record so i mean it's a, yep. you 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 can't discount that i i i don't and i don't dip I love you. I don't know if that was the heat of the moment. I don't know if you know you would just I, I know you get into a rhythm and everything that's going on in here goes into the mic. But uh at a certain point, you just hit the pause. <laughs> because the that that time that Roman has had those titles matters. I don't you can't take that away from the tribal chief. Absolutely. You know, when you think about the length of the title reign. I was talking to my guy, Jay Bougie. And shout out to said, Jay Bougie. Yeah, Shouts. shout out to him. He said, bro, I think this, whoever beats Roman could be bigger than the street. And I said, Ooh, wow, no, I like he, he that. He texted me this like, I like that. He texted me, he texted me this like midnight. And I'm like, I wake up to this <laughs> message. I'm like, 
Whoa. That kept him up. It kept right? him awake to stop. Yeah. I like it. He's yeah. got a point. When when the streak ended, it, it meant something, right? And it was Brock. But if you look at leading up to it, Brock had ran through John Cena. After me, and that was afterwards, right? But mm. you, you, he, he came back as this prize fighter. He wasn't the wrestler Brock Lesnar that could get pinned at any moment before. Right. He was a different cat. Mm-hmm. And then to solidify him doing that, that's what I mean. To solidify, he beat John Cena the mm-hmm. way he did. So as much as we love Sami Zayn, which I understand, before WrestleMania, and this is what Rosenberg and Stat Guy Greg were saying, you can't do this right before WrestleMania. Right. But also, it's got to yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, okay, if, if he was going to be the guy to beat him and he, he, Roman's going to make him into the next big star, I'm fine with that. It's the timing of everything. But it's also, we care about that 900 plus. Y'all know, I've said this over and over again. I want to, I could be fine with Cody losing because that would more than likely Keep it take Roman to mm-hmm. 1,000. Right. But yeah, to say nobody cares. Dip, and, and you know, imagine me, I'm sitting behind like, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, thank you for the, they said what? <laughs> I mean, Look, I'm with you on the Sami Zayn aspect. And I think that is more... I feel you you can debate that more. I feel like that is more of a debatable point, right? Like, he should have won here. The the pop in in Montreal would have been awesome. I agree with Brian that the story then... To to do that right before WrestleMania feels... It feels a little wonky, right? Because manias are when when stories are supposed to really end, right? Mm -hmm. And... In some in some way, this story did end, but it, it, not completely. The numbers thing. I mean, Cal, you, what you said about the numbers was absolutely correct. The thing about him saying no one cares about the numbers, that I guess is my biggest issue, is that is the bloodline story as effective without the numbers? The numbers are the the length of Roman's reign is is, is just as integral part of that storytelling. As Sammy, as Jay, as Jimmy, as Paul Heyman, as Solo, because it's like I just think about if if Roman wasn't champion, right? Is that story? Is everything that that happened at Rumble, at uh, you know, at Survivor Series War Games, is it as effective? You, I don't, I, 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 I don't think you can tell those stories. You can't because why, why, why do we care as much, right? It's right. like if this, if this happens in. With uh, with Judgment Day, right? <laughs> Just as, as a group, that's I think they're doing great work. None of them really have a, have a title right now. I I don't know if I care that much, Be, and it's because they've done such a great job of of marketing this. First of all, right? Again, you see the 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 number of days Rain has been again like a sixth member of this bloodline. Yes, and it's it's made us care so much more about everything that's happening. Obviously, Sammy has launched himself into a different stratosphere and that that you know all credit to him but it's because a part of his himself launching himself into that stratosphere is because of how long Roman's been champ right, right? It, it's it, it's such a part of Roman that again he loves <laughs> he loves that title and that reign I don't know the, the, almost as much as Triple H did kind of in the mid 2000s right it was it, he was obsessed with it and he's just a, as obsessed with it now so to say no one cares about the length like i i was with dip on maybe he should have won <laughs> maybe i'm i can i can entertain that conversation dip i can't do the 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 length of the reign doesn't matter because it so does it, yeah. it a thousand percent does and when one of the other points that was brought up like even if he was the like lose it the next night on Raw and get, you know, Roman get it back. Because the rain has been so long. See, the reason why Austin and Kane work, because we didn't talk about Austin holding the title from WrestleMania all the way to breakdown, you know, or like how long he had been champion. No, he could take a loss one night, regain it the next night, and it worked. But because this rain has gone on for an historic number, a number that we won't, you know, soon forget. You couldn't do it there. Right. You couldn't do a quick pop the Montreal crowd. 
he go back and win it back the next night. It, it would have been cool, even if you would have, and I think even if you would have did like a false finish, it, like where, like they did with uh, Daniel Bryan, where he won the title, but then the next night said, no, it doesn't count or whatever. Mm-hmm. That still wouldn't have justified the crowd either because they were like, nah, now you're just messing with us. Yeah, it's, it, and I, I think realistically, it's it's cool to say that stuff, but I think at the end of the day, you have to remember that it's WrestleMania season. There's there's mm-hmm. there's there's a story going on, and it's not that. It, 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 Sammy's pop and being that amazing is just one of the many byproducts of being a part of the bloodline. And Ben, I like that you mentioned the Judgment Day because I was going to say if Roman Reigns didn't have this reign and the Usos didn't have their reign, they would be the Judgment Day. They would be one of those factions who would be talking a huge game. And then when it got time to actually see the statue, like, oh, wait. They lost that money in the bank. They lost Elimination Chamber. They lost their four-man tag at, at, at Mania. Like it's 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 a lot of smoke with 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 nothing to really show for it. Whereas the the importance of the bloodline, I think you you said it best. The streaks being the sixth member is so key. It's because it it, mm-hmm. it it backs up everything that they're saying, but it also it it makes them be able to say it because look at what you've been watching over the last you know two plus years, going on three years at this point. It's that dominance, and that dominance is in the numbers. I'm sorry, Dip. I'm sorry. I love you. We're we're, we're becoming a numbers show over here <laughs> at Wednesday Worldwide. <laughs> we're tra- we're tracking everything from now Big on. Stats. <laughs> Once Montez wins a title, we're tracking it. Just big stats. <laughs> day one, we're having a big <laughs> celebration. All right, uh, before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's Dynamite. Uh, let's, let's let's each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll dive into one a little bit more. So, Brian, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? Biggest NXT takeaway, he didn't get the win, but seeing Trick Williams in the opening contest, I thought that was pretty good. There we go. Cal, what do you have? I'm confused about their timing with Gigi Dolan and stuff, but I'm glad they didn't waste any time after having a JC out there last week. They let her run out there and get some uh, a little bit of revenge. I'm wait, I'm, that's the one storyline on there I really want to see turn ugly. That was cool. That was a, She got a nice little pop, too, mm-hmm. when she interrupted that match. Mine was... I'm just... Trying to figure out what the end game is with this Grayson Waller HBK stuff. I mean, <sighs> I like what is what is this his stand and deliver match? I I'm genuinely trying to figure it out. Right? Yeah. And he's I, I I mean I'm gonna pull a cow right now. I really hope it's not like a Grayson Waller HBK feud <laughs> because oh, no. I don't I don't I don't know if we need to see that. I, HBK is my favorite of all time. But, I just, but we don't need that. We don't need that's 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 the not the a stand and deliver, of, right? That's the wrong type of veteran, uh, uh, newer star uh, interplay that we need right now. But again, I I think that's a great question. What 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 is next for Grayson Waller? Because I don't know if uh I don't know if that's it. I mean, also I, I wanted to piggyback off of Brian's point, mm-hmm. which is so Trick Williams. What is his next step? Because obviously with Carmelo, it's probably the NXT title. Hopefully, knock on wood. But what, what's next for Trick? Like, what is is he, is he just going to be part of Carmelo's crew? Or I mean, I feel like he could be doing more. No, I feel you know. I always look at him and Melo as the Diesel and HBK. I can't not see it. Mm-hmm. I think eventually he'll get his time, and he's a big dude. So I think I would be more concerned if it was the other way around, and Carmelo was kind of the one who was sure. Being in the supporting role, so I I feel more confident with him being in this supporting role. Yeah, they just they got to figure out like if Carmelo gets that title, they need to know what they're doing with Trick. If if Trick's just going to be his guy there by with him by ringside to help him out, that's one thing. If Trick's going to be in the division wrestling on a consistent basis as well, you know at some point they're going to split up. So I think you're just going to have to be ready for uh, what Trick's going to be doing when that time comes because Melo's out of here. (laughs) <laughs> once Melo's got that title just talking about numbers get them, get them clocks ticking because it, that, that, that rocket is ready to go off I'm sorry I'm sorry no absolutely uh, looking at tonight's Dynamite uh, what, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most Cal I'm starting with you 
I, I'm going to have to say the, Os- uh, the Oscar, the Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta match for the All Atlantic Championship. Uh, Orange Cassidy's run as an All Atlantic champion has been cool. At the very least, he, he puts on dope matches uh, for that title. So that's going to be at least fun television for a bit. There we go. Brian, what do you have? Well, I see that Tony Khan has a big announcement. So <laughs> they made a graphic <laughs> for it. Yeah. All words. <laughs> words. So that's what I'm excited <laughs> for to see um, what it is. And maybe they can sway me from being uh, 10% and maybe they can jump up to 20%. Oh, maybe 15? <laughs> that's oh, going to be the, you're gonna try that'll the, be the okay. 10% of the show that Brian watches this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, mine is Tony Schiavone has an interview s- scheduled with Christian Cage. Obviously, this is to build up his his budding feud with Jungle Boy. I'm a I'm a big Christian Cage stand. For whatever reason, I love Edge, but during their run, I would always be Christian in video games. Like he would be my mm-hmm. run run to the world title guy. So uh, I. Look, this this is probably why the last couple of weeks I think my the thing I've been looking forward to most have been interviews <laughs> on uh, on Dynamite, and I don't know that might be uh, an indictment of myself, but again, or, I'm just I'm just trying to get invested on, in something. I'm just yeah, trying. It, that, that I'm could trying be, so hard. It could be you, or it could be that <laughs> you know. But you know that that's a conversation for another day. It's funny it you is. say that about Christian, uh, my god brother Marlon. When WWF Attitude was going to come out, that was the one thing he was most excited for. Now, mind you, this is Christian with the blouse. Right. And, well, I yeah. should say the tuxedo shirt. He was the light <laughs> yeah, heavyweight yeah. champion. And he was like, man, I can't wait to get the game and win the world he title did. with Christian. <laughs> the Seinfeld puffy shirt. Yeah, That's that was amazing. A, <laughs> my favorite version of Christian right there. Guys, that's how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week on this road to WrestleMania and beyond. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide! Smack dab in the middle on, you guessed it, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. I'm, I'm, I'm at Cal on Twitter. That's the only place you need to find me. At Cal on Twitter. Actually, at Cal Dub on uh, Instagram if you if you do that. So inclined. If you, if you are so inclined, <laughs> of course, at Re- Ringer Wrestling, uh, wherever we're at. And find me at Brian H. Waters on all social media platforms. Make sure you're following at Ringer Wrestling on Twitter. And you can find me if you so choose at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. Gentlemen, thank you, as always, for the Graps Chat. Everyone else, we will catch you next week. Worldwide!